Tell me, Bobby, who is your dream boys' night rotation? Like, uh... I'm talking a classic boys' night. I'm talking in your room, door closed, a bunch of video games, some Doritos, perhaps. You had me at door closed. <laughs> behind doors, behind closed doors, who knows what these boys will night? Uh, like the, so you talking about like the, you know, the fictional characters meme or like the, like dream blunt rotation kind of. Yeah. But I mean, they can be like real people as well. Oh, I don't know. There's no one in real life that I, I want to have a boys night with. Except you. Aw, shucks. I'm just saying that folks don't, don't let this go to his head. I mean, you could choose like Elijah Wood. Ooh, that would be a good one. Um, okay. You could do like you could do like Jack Black. Uh I I think I'd go Elijah Wood, uh Daniel Radcliffe. Oh fuck. Uh just because I want to see those two in a room together. I would love to see them interact. They they seem like very fun guys. Can I get some fictitious characters in here now? Uh Harry Potter Frodo. Uh no, okay. I'm going to limit you there. Um I'm going to say no, no. I'm going to say the the judges are saying no. All right, so here, okay, so here we go. Um, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, okay. Uh, red guy, don't hug me, I'm scared. Okay, this is very good so far. You know, let's get an old guy in here. Let's get Judd Crandall from Pet Cemetery. And no, I'm not just, <laughs> I'm not just looking at my bookshelf, folks. Now, is this the Judd Crandall from the book or the Judd Crandall from the movie? Uh, I haven't seen any of the movies, so I'm going book Crandall. Okay. So we're doing um, Daniel Radcliffe, the actor. Daniel Radcliffe, actor. Uh, red guy from Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. Yeah. Very topical. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Can I get that name? And everyone's, everyone's favorite gamer, um, Judd Crandall from the 19, what, like 75 <laughs> book or whatever, Pet Cemetery. Judd Crandall's a very good name. It's a very good... Yeah, I, I named a D&D character Judd. Judd's a very good name. Uh, you have two more... Fuck. Two more choices. I'm just going to go ahead and make the choice for you. I'm going to say Kirby. Mm, he'd eat them. He'd eat the games. Uh, who? He'd eat the, oh, games. the games. He'd eat the games. Okay. Yeah, he'd go He'd go too wild. Okay, no Kirby. No Kirby. Um, What about Yoda? The green freak. <laughs> <laughs> little green freak yeah green... everyone's favorite little green freak yoda the pikachu of star wars the, the pikachu of star wars yeah the little green freak green freak yoda the pikachu of star wars green, green freak yoda the, the pikachu of star wars available now at your local mall that's what his name would be if he were a dark souls boss that would be what's above his health bar <laughs> that's um, really good <laughs> Last choice. You got to nail it. Last choice. Ooh, I got This one's so important. This one will round out the uh, entire group. Dwayne Johnson as the Scorpion King. That's... That is unhinged. Okay. The shitty CGI Dwayne Johnson from uh, The Mummy, the Scorpion King. Um, I... Okay. All right. It is six o'clock, and it's not a school night. It's a Friday or a Saturday. Oh, yeah. We're staying up till nine, baby. Yeah, baby. Who gets there first? Whose mom drops them off first? 
Oh, it's gotta be Yoda. <laughs> Yoda walked home with you. Yeah, I didn't ask him to. Yeah, he's just, Yoda's always there. I think he overheard me inviting Daniel Radcliffe, and he just yeah. invited himself. It sucks because, like, you don't really, he would not have been your choice, but he doesn't have a good home life. Yeah, I feel I feel really bad just like not letting him <laughs> not letting him tag along. It's okay, Yoda. I've been there. Mm. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> you, you just keep. Don't stop, man. Ooh. <laughs> just, just. Yeah, buddy. That's right. Mm-hmm. The green freak Yoda. I am Pikachu of Star Wars. Mm. Yeah, Yoda. We love it when you say that. We fucking love it when you say just that. We, we love that catchphrase, Yoda. Alright, so you guys get there. You guys get home. Um, your, uh, your mom is making hot dogs. Thank you for the hot dogs, Mrs. Dexter's mom. Dexter's mom? <laughs> Are you Dexter? No, I'm... No, but Dexter's mom... No, is, mom... is Dexter's mom the other person in your dream rotation? Your dream game night rotation? Dexter... She would be the mom in my, okay, my dream Okay, Dexter's mom night. is your mom. She's my mom now. All right. You hear a ring of the doorbell. Who's that at the door? Uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, of course. He's he's he always wants to be on time. Oh yeah. Yeah. He always he doesn't want to be like early. He doesn't want to inconvenience you. He's very kind. He's very uh, considerate. He- hello. It's what? Ma, it's lovely to be here. Harry Potter, you are. Um, that's. I'm, I'm, yeah, trying to move, yeah, I'm trying sorry. to move past Yoda, this role. Yeah, sorry, Yoda's Yoda's here too. It's it's our. I was I was in Swiss Swiss Army Man. Hmm, and also weird Al Yankovic, you were. Y- yes, uh, and I was uh, I I was in Miracle, Miracle Workers with um, uh, the uh, the funny looking fellow, the uh, the the fellow who looks very old, and he's looked very old for a very long time. You know that guy was a 9/11 first responder. What? We're talking about Bushimi. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi was a 9-11 first responder? Yeah, no, he was, he, so he was a firefighter in uh, New York. Yo, um, that's rad as fuck. Yeah, I think he had already become an actor, but he like went back and joined back up with his old like force because okay, they needed I, people during 9-11. This is amazing, but I cannot, we cannot get derailed by this because this will be the rest of the podcast. Oh, Steve Buscemi's my dad too. Oh, fuck. Steve Buscemi and Dexter's mom? You fucking lucked out, dog. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, you and Daniel Radcliffe and Yoda, you're all eating hot dogs, and the the doorbell rings. Who's there? Uh, I think Red Guy and Dwayne Johnson showed up together. Did they, like, arrive together, or did they just happen to get there at the same time? This is very I, important to me. I think they just happened to get there at the same time. I don't think oh, they talked okay. to each other that much. Outside of our mutual friendship. Interesting. At least that's what they want you to think. Mm-hmm. Wink. Wink. So yeah, you open the door. Um, I have no clue what Dwayne the Rock Johnson sounds like in that film. Me neither. I just know the funny <laughs> CGI. He doesn't. Hey! What, if, what if our version of him doesn't say anything? Oh fuck, that's very good. All right. He's just there. He's just there. You know, he's he's a good calming presence on everyone, and he's a good friend. And Red Guy, he's also there. You've known each other for a very long time. Hi there. Uh, hello. Oh, uh, hey, Red Guy. How's it going? 
It's going well. What are we here to learn today? No, 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 red guy, red guy, that's... No, I'd like, no. I'd like to learn. And then out of the air vent crawls a... a Among us! A, <laughs> no, no, it's not, no. Out of the air vent crawls a, 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 a thing from... You know what? Yeah, no, it's a... Mo- <laughs> He's going to teach us about vi- uh, about multiplayer video, video games. Yeah, he starts singing a song about multiplayer. Is this too niche? Is this too Are we going too like Oh yeah, the, the <laughs> No one you're right, no one's heard of Among Us. No No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're getting we're the, getting too we're getting the, too niche the, here. The sleeper hit, the, the cult classic Among Us. No, I mean we're going real underground here. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. Um, you go into your room. Um, it's you have a it, it's weird fitting a bunch of these folks into your room. It's not a big room, but you know what? You managed to do it, and you're all crowded around your CRT TV. What are you playing with all of these fucking folks? Uh, okay, so... Uh, so Daniel Radcliffe obviously wants to play uh, a PS1 Harry Potter game. We could do the, the shitty EA Sports uh, Quidditch game. Ooh, we could. He doesn't, he doesn't do, like that one, though, because it's do not Pac- about him. We could play Pac-Man Fever. You could play Pac-Man Fever. Um... Yoda really wants to play um, Conker's fur- Bad Fur Day. Uh, he's a real perv, and he loves mm. that. He's crazy about it. Like a silly cartoon squirrel, but says fuck he does. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, that's... Please, let's let's play Conker's Bad Fur Day. <laughs> I, would, I love the sunflower with titties. Mm. Oh, she's got some knackers on her. <laughs> Great mighty poo funny poo he is. Um, mm. The red guy is shaking his head. No, no, no. I, I sound more like the yellow guy. What's up, red guy? I don't want to play a game where a, a plant has breasts. That's inappropriate. Uh, red guy's always been a little bit of a little bit of a prude. Um, Night trap. <laughs> Night trap. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um... Who the fuck else is there? Fucking uh, Judd. Oh, Judd Crandall never showed oh, up. Oh shit! No, Judd Crandall knocks on your window. He's like, uh, yeah, sometimes dead is better. <laughs> that's the only. That's the only line of his I remember. And it's the only line he ever says. <laughs> it's the you guys only... love him for it though. <laughs> he's kind of he's kind of the mascot of our group. Judd Crandall crawls in through the window because your mom does Dexter's mom doesn't like him being in the house. He doesn't like the fact that he's hanging out with us a bunch of kids when he's like 80, 85. Yeah. <laughs> Judd Crandall. But Judd Crandall in his heart of hearts, he has no ill intent. Judd Crandall just wants to play video games. Yeah. And as you all pile into the room, the room seems to grow a little dimmer. The lights f- flicker, flicker down and the big CRT TV you are all arguing about uh, for which uh, game you're going to play um, turns on to static. God, Judd. Not this again. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> I don't I don't know what his accent is. <laughs> um, 
But you gather from his intonation that this was not his doing. All right. Who made the TV all spooky and haunted? And Dwayne the Scorpion Johnson pulls a, a, a remote control from his biceps. And he points it at the TV. And he starts to play his favorite podcast, Two Itchy Boys. And he says out loud, I'm Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and I love Hunter and Bobby. Wait, what? And roll credits. Two itchy boys. I'm Hunter J. Allen. And I'm Bobby McCarthy. Don't look in the backyard. And welcome to Two Itchy Boys, where we share with you the hidden gems and little treasures we found deep within the Itch.io game site. And this week, as you can 100% tell, do you think we're getting uh, a little alienating on these intros? You think we're getting too abstract? Yeah, I think we are kind of sailing a little too far some dark waters yeah i'm that's where treasure is found bobby yeah you know what they say about treasure and pirates you can't get the gold you don't sail in the cold that is indeed what they say a a a and as you can tell no doubtedly from the intro this is boys night week the week of the boys' night. That's right. We're getting real special. We're giving you something real special today, friends. This is the the first uh, itchy boys where our coverage of the games is rooted in r- a real world boys' night. Yes, sir. We we hung out at my place. We had some in, beers in person. In person. I had to be I th- near I for- him. I forgot you exist. I thought you were a tiny little man in the box on my desk. Just a little man who lives in your computer. Yeah, we were in a room together. We had a nice uh, a nice big projector. We had some snacks. We had some beverages. And we had a little boys' night. Invoked the ancient ritual. The ancient rite of boys' night. Halalala. Boys' night out. Halalala. Please, Bobby, tell me. Tell me about the boys' night game that we played that you chose. I had to go with hammer dongers. It's a good time. I really cannot wait for the full release of this because uh, this is, this one's a demo, pretty much, right? I mean, it doesn't say demo on the. I would I would I would more so classify it as an early access game with only one mode available at the moment. That, yeah, that that's fair enough. But uh, yeah, so hammer dongers. Uh, it's a game you can get for free on itch.io, developed by Crave, and it's basically like, this game looks a lot like the uh, Zelda games for like the Game Boy Advance or something. Gives off strong like Minish Cap, or like Four Swords vibes. Actually, yeah, Four, four Swords, uh, absolutely, because like each of the characters also has like the the four different colors from uh, Four Swords. It's it's very much invoking that kind of like top-down Game Boy Advance art style. Um, and the idea is you're in this little arena. You got uh, two to four 
uh, guys packed into this uh, little room. And y'all got hammers. And if you bang your hammer on the ground, then some of the tiles in front of you will uh, collapse and make a pit. And the idea is to knock uh, everybody uh, into the pit and be the last man standing. So so it's pretty much the uh, that one minigame in uh, Kirby 64, uh, the Shards of Destiny with the, the blocks. Oh shit, yeah. And the, yeah, I don't know if that's a reference that's going to land with anyone, but it is yeah. kind of <laughs> that. Um, except, and because like, it's a very simple premise. This game does a lot with it. It really does. It it for a game in which the like the only available thing is that arena multiplayer knockout kind of free for all mode. It does so much with it. There's uh, tons of pickups. There's uh, like the the uh, the floor destructs in really satisfying ways. Yeah, and it, it feels like they're. They're ways that are really responsive to like your positioning and like I, I I never could like figure out quite how it figures out. But like if if you're standing on like a sweet spot or something, you can just knock out a whole like quarter of the map. It, lo- it seems like I have a suspicion and I cannot prove this, but it felt like the later into a round you got, the more fragile the terrain became. Yeah, because that... it it really felt like the game was trying to push you forward into into another round. It was really trying to keep a good momentum going, yeah, which it did e- very well. Yeah, because each of these games like lasts a minute tops before it just like rockets you. This is this is very much a party game in the Super Mario Party sense, where it's just like knock out a like an adrenaline rush little like thirty second thing and then you move on to the next one and you just keep doing that and doing that until someone wins the tournament um but it's also got like stage hazards like there are a bunch of sand levels with these like dune worms yeah. um, that just like come out of come out of the walls and eat you and if they they eat you you're out and apparently you can like shoot arrows at them to like provoke them to get them to eat someone else or something like that oh fuck yeah i didn't know you could do that while we were playing. I'm just looking at the page and it's got a gif of someone doing that. Oh, so, hell yeah. Yeah. And you got like rocket launchers that can obliterate people. And like there, there's 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 a lot of fun stuff to play around with. Yeah, it's they they've really done a lot with this small mode they have so far. Um, there's a lot of fun like physics stuff like there's uh, those. There's parts of the terrain where, you know, your, your standard um, terrain where you, you walk over it and it disintegrates as soon as you uh, walk off of it. There are these Pac-Man style doors where if you they're they're on each side of the uh, the small arena. And if you go through one, you end up uh, across from the other. And if you shoot an arrow through if you shoot an arrow at a door, it'll go through that door and it'll just keep looping around. Yeah, until it'll just keep going until it hits somebody and stuns them. It's 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 just so much like high octane fun. Yeah. Like it was it was killer fun. Yeah. This is like this game is just designed from the ground up to be just like a bowl of popcorn you can shovel into your mouth. And it is some satisfying gameplay popcorn. Like it, it also does like the Fortnite thing. 
I really should have another term for that. Please tell um, me the. T- please tell me about your Fortnite thing. So my fort. So does the thing where like if you're if you're taking too long to like wrap up, uh, this like spirit will get summoned, and uh, it just like starts knocking down tiles and like shrinking the play area basically until the the game's over. So it's basically like Fortnite. It's it's Fortnite. Yeah. It <laughs> this game is like Fortnite with guns. Yeah, it it does such a good job of of that of keeping that momentum going, of of uh servicing the party. Yeah, and it just like applying this constant pressure to keep you always moving forward yeah. and o- always moving into the the next thing. This is a game it's very hard to get bored with. Because there's just always something new popping up. I, I will say, uh, the map, the map selection, starting out is a, l- a little limited. It's a and, bit meager. Uh, but also, this early in development, I think that's completely understandable because it felt like what we were playing was more of a proof of concept. Yeah, they they have a a, a promise to deliver uh, like a full campaign. Um, yeah, and, a full uh, single-player campaign, which I'm... Yeah, and a, and a more expansive multiplayer. Yeah, I am... When when this thing gets a full release, this is another game that we just need to come back to, even if we don't talk about it on the show, because... Oh, no, this is this is on my list. This is, like, I, I'm i I'm now subscribed to this developer on, Hell yeah. on, on, my, on my Itch account. I'm very fucking excited to see what, what comes out of this. That game was so fucking fun, dog. This is this is so fucking promising. I will, <laughs> when this when this gets the full release, I I just have to you know, get a bunch of boys together, crack open some beers and just get some donging in. And also <laughs> Yeah, all the donging, all the dongs in this game. Yeah, it's it's fucking great. Like it like the victory screens will stay say stuff like a donger is you your your dong is strong or something oh like yeah that. that one's good and uh like all of this comes together to like give off this this game feels very like xbox live arcade circa 2008 it feels uh, like a mini game that the uh the yacht club folks would have made for a for a shovel knight game it gives off very stylistic like shovel knight vibes oh yeah Absolutely. Like, and I, I think that there's something interesting there that like this game evokes nostalgia for like the the early big names in like yeah. self-published ga- game design around the mid 2000s. Yeah. This game super reminded me of like Castle Crashers, too. Yeah. And and uh, Protect Me Night. I don't know if you ever played that. No, I never did. Oh, I fuck with some Protect Me Night. I, I I have to stop there or else I'm gonna spend all night talking about protecting <laughs> protect me night. These kinds of games, pretty much. These kinds of games. This kind of game. Very fun, super easy to pick up. Uh I think describing it as a popcorn game is a is very, very apt because you can just like popcorn, just sit there and go through round after round after round until oops, it's been like two hours. Yeah. Th- this feels like a game a super easy game. To just like hand hand your kids a controller, you know, even if they don't have that much experience playing games, just like have everybody get together for a fun family game night or something. Oh fuck yeah. Let me let me play this at Dave and Buster's. 
Fuck, I would love a Dave and Buster's version of Hammer Dongers. Right? Give this person money. And then I guess give give Dave, Dave and Buster's money. They're our sponsor for this episode. Um. <laughs> Dave and Buster's. When, when you're Dave and to Buster Nut all over some games. They did give us that. We had to they read did, it. Yeah, that was that in was... the ad copy. That was in the copy. <laughs> I, I told them, I said, I don't really know if our audience wants us to say Buster Nut. And they said, but you've said it at least every episode. And we're like, all right, fair. Yeah, they did get us there. They did get us there. You know You know what? <laughs> you know what, Dave and Busters? If you're willing to listen to every episode and call us out on, on saying bust a nut, like every single one of them, then yeah, go ahead. All right. You we're got their us. Little, we're their little buster sluts now. <laughs> it's also in the ad copy. That, that is also in the ad copy. We haven't stopped just read. We're still reading right now even. Get 20% off your next order of cheese chunkos and a, a tall glass of gamer oil. Mm-hmm, it's good. With uh, <laughs> with discount code Buster Me Up Daddy. All right, so now that the ad breaks out of the way, uh, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about what you're bringing. All right, um, I think we both kind of found the perfect games, uh, to compare with each other, uh, when when you're talking about a boys' night. Because when I think of a boys' night, there are really two types of games that come to mind. One is games like Hammer Dongers, these sort of bite-sized, really munchable games that you can like jump around a few of them in a night to suit the chemical makeup of your party. You know, the you know if new people show up or some people leave, you can uh, filter in and out of uh, different games. Yeah. Um, the other type of game that I uh, am most fond of, the what really pulls me back into uh, my childhood days of game nights with the boys, are... <sighs> I'm trying to think of a way to to describe this without just saying out loud Halo LAN parties. That was what I was thinking yeah. you were getting at. This game does kind of remind me. It's, it's there's there is really a lot weird of too because there's there's like superficially like just talking about the game premise. There's nothing in common, but it does feel like just I have written down that there is a decent amount of Halo multiplayer. DNA in this game. Oh, absolutely. And the the type of game I'm talking about is um I gotta find a better way to describe this because because like, you're like strategic your arena shooters. Yeah, kinda, yeah. You're yeah. Get you're, a bunch of sweaty dudes into a dorm room and play some Quake, play some Halo, play some Gears of War. Yeah, play play a game where you can just dunk on each other over and over and over again with weapons and environments that lend to having a good time doing that. And I think we found the fucking perfect game. Uh, and that game is Torb! Torb. 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 What a good name. Torb, all capital letters, T-O-R-B, by Adrian Lopez Mobilia and Jason Rosenstock. You can find it on Jason Rosenstock's itch.io, just Jason Rosenstock. Uh, it's a game from 2019, and it is a physics-based sword fighting game, and it is just a hell of a good fucking time, F- a-, a real rip run time for up to four of the boys at boys' night. No, I don't um, think 
I don't think I've ever heard you scream as loud as when we were first figuring out the controls for God, this. God, it was it was just so fucking good. All right, so the game's big selling point is its physics. It it like it it puts it on the top of the itch.io page. Uh, the first sentence in the trailer, like this game is very physics forward. It has a physics engine that it centers its combat around. It is not just a it is not just a combat game with a physics engine. It is physics first, physics forward, where everything about the combat choices you make utilize and play into its physics. Yeah, essentially, so like there's only one attack button where you just raise and lower your sword basically. Yeah, that's you really only each weapon you really only have the one attack, which is Hold down the trigger to raise your weapon or charge your weapon and release to release it, to slash or pummel or whatever it is you're about to do. And that's really it. But the way your character moves around, the way your other buttons interact with your weapon and your character all change that. Yeah, so like you're, you're two guys on who are basically just these torsos on these orbs that roll around. And, you know, you, it's, you're set up like those punching bags that'll automatically right themselves uh, whenever they're knocked over. So the, the idea is just rolling around and using your body's inertia and, like, your momentum in order to set up these, these high damage shots. Yeah, the, the game controls with... Uh, your angles in mind and your momentum in mind. Uh, as you move around with uh, one of your joysticks, your character has a, a decent tilt to them in the direction they're moving towards, giving them different angles for the weapons to manipulate. Um, and the bulk of defeating different enemies in the, the wave mode that they have um, is uh, finding the right angles to get past their defenses, as anytime you strike your weapon against an enemy's weapon, it causes a sort of a, a stalemate lock. Um, the only way to to, to defeat an uh, an enemy is to uh, hit it on any of its other broadsides. You and all of the enemies um, in a horde mode, you're all these just PS2 looking, not even PS2, PS1 looking polygonal constructs that are you know these these strange uh, approximations of of humans or creatures, and all of the weapons and all of the maps play really well together to utilize the physics to its most extreme point. Um, you have maps like the bridge, which is almost a, a classic halo map with its like different levels of elevation. And it's got these gravity uh, boost wells that uh, shoot you up into the air. Um, and it's got all of these uh, little areas uh, like these nooks and crannies for uh, scoping out um, where everybody is. You've got a map like the bowl, which really focuses on the momentum you can get where uh, you and everyone you're playing with spawn at the middle of the bowl and all of the enemies around you spawn at the, the edge of the bowl and they just really pick up some fucking speed. They go so fucking fast. Oh, they spawn. They spawn more enemies on the bowl than any other map. Because most of them will gain so much momentum that they will just die smacking into some of the terrain at the middle of the bowl. God, that's so raw. It's really fucking good. Then you have the Doom Donut, which is just this slick surfaced, like, frozen lake 
uh, in the in the shape of a a circle with um, a, a mass in the middle that you can't get past. So you really you really are just skating around this donut with these uh, acceleration gates that you boost through, and uh, you get like you get some wicked fucking air off these ramps. Yeah, because uh, going back going back to the fucking Halo comparison, these launch pads are so fun, dude. They're so much fucking fun, and like it. The way you can manipulate your character leads to a sort of um, it leads to really hooking you in the same way that like a heave ho hooks you. you. You remember that game heave ho? I never played heave ho. Oh, fuck! It was great. Where you're the um, it was another uh, like fun little party uh, get your friends together game where you all play as these disembodied heads with arms, and you have to work your way and grab uh, grabbing ceilings and walls around these uh, carefully crafted maps and you can like grab onto each other and you can launch each other um, all to sort of get around the idea that this is a game in which the very process of moving your character around and interacting with other characters sort of brings most of the fun in even before like the the actual gameplay of it comes into effect like it is just a fun fucking game to move around in um the controls are are, are super cool there's you know you've like i explained yeah. with the the weapon you you swing it with one trigger and then you can change the angle of that swing with another with the other trigger um there's also just a, like a dedicated flop button there is yeah where you can which button? just like uh it's the uh left bumper i think where you just hold down on it and you fall over no, the the left bumper is the the tether. Is that the tether? Which one's because the there is there is just like a flop button. Oh, I didn't find the flop button. Yeah, we're, this is news can, to me. Yeah, you can you you basically use that to duck under attacks or oh, like fuck uh, yeah. You can fuck, use that's that. why I was dying so much. I didn't know yeah. the flop button. Yeah, if you if you use it in uh, mid air, then you can do flips with it. That's fucking rad. Um. Yeah. It's. it's it's oh, super that's cool. So good. Yeah, um, tell them about the grapple because that's way cooler. Okay, yeah, I'm get Bobby. I have an organization to my notes. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I, <laughs> I'm all over the place on these notes, but okay. So you have a, a smaller additions to your um your controls. You have like a a shield that you can use. It's rechargeable. It comes back and it deflects attacks as well as pushing back any enemies that are near you and the closer they are to you the further it like launches them um which is a lot of fucking fun to just leap into a group of enemies turn on your shield and watch them go barreling away um but the big selling point i would argue is the grapple there is a tether that you can shoot off uh into uh any direction where your reticle is the tether is just slightly stronger than gravity so you can really launch yourself like up ramps you can cling to uh floating moving obstacles um you can use the tether just like on the ground as you're moving to pick up some fucking speed and it it is so much fucking fun the um it feels good every fucking time the uh the map uh, in the versus mode where you can fight against your friends, uh, there's just this. It's a it's a good map. I wish there were more maps, but the one they have utilizes pretty much everything you can do. And they have this like ring of rotating, floating crystals on the map that you can just tether to and just 
sling yourself around the map, and it is so much fun every fucking time. Yeah, I made the uh, the fun decision of choosing the archer. Oh, and I haven't even and- gotten into the weapons. Yeah. Oh, I think I think this will be a perfect segue. Actually, tell me tell me about tell me about choosing the archer. Yeah. So the archer uh, has the uh, weird the weird honor of being the only ranged uh, character, which which means you can basically just uh, latch yourself onto like a floating obstacle or something and just fire down. With the the catch being that because of the physicsy nature of it. Aiming with the bow is really hard. It's it's tough. It is mighty tough. So you have five weapons you can choose from. You have a, your standard sword. It is the standard option that you are given and the only option you are given that doesn't have like a an asterisk next to it that says like experimental. Um, it's, a, it's a standard. Um, rear back your sword, slash, uh, and then change positions to slash uh, from a up to down motion to a uh, sort of diagonal side motion. Um, then there's the hammer, which I fucking love, which going back to the halo DNA functions exactly like the gravity, gravity hammer. hammer. When you, when it hits a surface or an enemy, it creates a shock wave that launches people back a little bit. It's a lot of fun. It's so much fucking fun. This hammer, um, it's primary, uh, uh, it's primary, Attack is to rear back and smack down in a vertical motion to sort of get that shockwave. And it's secondary is to do a sort of sweeping attack where you're far less likely to get that shockwave because uh, it's not really connecting with the ground. But you do have a, a wider range to uh, hit somebody with. Then there's the bow and arrow, which Bobby talked about. It is, it's a, it is the only ranged weapon you can choose, and it doesn't have any melee capabilities. It is purely just shooting arrows uh, that you can get off pretty quick. Um, yeah, the the recharge for arrows is very fucking short. You can get a couple of these fucking bad boys off very fucking quickly. The button, the the other trigger you would use to alternate positions is just a zoom. Um, but you can really, really do some damage from far away and. Being far away is a, a pretty big advantage in a game where everyone else has swords. Yeah, um, well, part of part of the thing with the bow too is the arrows stick. Yeah, like they don't they don't despawn <laughs> after you fired them, and and so the the damage that you do with the arrows, like they, whenever they hit your enemy, they stay stuck and they can get in the way of sword swings. Yeah, if you get hit by an arrow like on your um on your ball that you use for uh traversal, like it you're just you're you're on the ground on your side just flailing about until that like arrow gets unstuck from you. It is it's bananas how quickly these arrows can cascade on you. Then there's the saber which has essentially the same movement as the uh, original sword. But your swings are a lot slower. the The swings on the sword are, are very hefty. You can really like see your character um, kind of move with the sword. It, it it causes you to jolt a little bit. Uh, whereas the saber, you're just kind of moving it pretty slowly because it's not about the actual impact that you're causing. It's about finding the angle 
uh, and using your own momentum to pierce enemies. Um, like the saber is really effective if you're just moving forward, um, as opposed to the sword where it's really only effective if you're taking a swing at it. Um, which is just so fucking cool. Um, and then my favorite is the twin swords. You get double the Hell swords, yeah. baby. Double the swords for double the price. Yeah, it is the same um, price actually. Same same exact price. Um, it's bananas. It's a uh, in in your first position. Uh, one sword is always just like at the ready, while the other one is doing your standard swinging motion. The sword is the swords are shorter, but you got two of them, and that second one is always at the ready to sort of block. But in second position, these swords are just swinging around your head because uh, all of all of these characters they have these Rayman hands. Um, and in second position, the swords just you just swing them around your head, and then they if just you keep spinning, and if you hold second position while you ready your sword, they spin in like opposite, not opposite intervals, but in um, opposite positions to sort of turn you into a a fucking sword tornado that looks really fucking cool. And if you just keep toggling between readying your swords and swinging your swords and uh, it's it you just turn into a fucking blender attachment and you also wreck really good shot. for crowds it's great for it's fucking coolish it's really fun until until your hand gets stuck on a guy yeah until you get stuck on a guy um it's so much fucking fun uh, this must be an absolute fucking blast with like four player split screen oh this would rule this would fucking I mean, rule it's it's weird enough it's weird enough to have have a really high skill ceiling where you, like you can you can get really good with at this game i can really see people like getting these frame perfect trick shots and like oh you know, yeah do it doing a lot with the premise but it's also because of like the wonky physics of it there there's just like a little bit of chaos there oh yeah there's it it's very chaotic cuz yeah the it's not a game that's like super easy to control. Like your character has a lot of wonk to it, but it's very welcome to jank. It's so much fun. It's just pure, yeah. unadulterated, full-on fucking fun. And I really wish the developers were still working on it, but it looks like they're not. God, it's a ton of fun. Go check it out. It's Torb, T-O-R-B by... Uh, Adrian Lopez Mobilia and Jason Rosenstock. Check it out on Jason Rosenstock's itch.io. It's pay whatever you want. Go, go, give it a look. It is, it is the perfect fucking boys' night in Halo alternative. We are running a little long. <laughs> what else is new? Am I right, folks? Yeah, we're still, we're still not even at the, uh, the B side. Maybe we should just not play games together. Maybe we should just not play games together because we sure have a lot to say about each other's games. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> um, do you want to just move straight into our plan for uh, the a game by its cover jam and our progress? Yeah, perfect. Um, ne next episode will be it's something this, special. It will be special and. I did the numbers. Next episode will be going up the second to last day of the A Game Bytes cover jam. Oh, shit. Which is very cool. Very fun. I'm very happy for it. 
so for those of you just jumping on or uh, if you've forgotten, uh, me and Bobby are very interested in the A Game by Its Cover Jam. A, I, I, I got to find an expeditious way to explain this because every time I feel like I'm... It's just a small anti-crunch game jam, basically. It's an anti-crunch game jam based on an art gallery, based on fictitious games where we make real games out of game art. I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, go listen to like the last two episodes, either one of them. Oh, that's right. We've been talking about this thing three episodes in a row now. Yeah, dude. Um, And we decided last episode that we would each not only be covering this uh, this future jam, but we would be participating. And um, we've made some progress. Well, you've pretty much finished your thing. Well, I was going to save that for me to say, but that's okay. We can talk about <laughs> mine. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we. Uh, I decided, um, I was pretty dead set last episode that I was going to make a one-page tabletop RPG, sort of in the style of Grant Howitt's. And how he uh, makes like one a month. And I thought, well, if he can do that one a month, uh, I can certainly try to make one in my lifetime. Um, and I scrolled through the My Fama Case exhibition and I found one that really fucking spoke to me called While the Tide Whispers. Um, it, it's really cute art of just a, a, little, a little guy uh, speaking into a radio station. It is designed by Holos Carse. Um, I believe he's from Peru. He's a, a a designer from Peru, and the description also grabbed me. The description of the uh, cartridge case is as follows: As a late night radio host, you are having your last show for the residents of a town who decide to stay and not evacuate to the increased levels of the ocean threatening to sink the town. Keep them company until dawn on their final day. Bobby knows this about me. I'm a. I have kind of a, an obsession with, um, like old school radio show aesthetics, and this one was very perfect for me. And it it jolted something awake in me, and I am 100% finished with my game. I'm done. Hell yeah! It's a one page TTRPG. It is about a radio show, and that's really all I want to share about it until next episode. Bobby. How about you share a little about yours? Yeah, so uh, the entry for the My Famicase ex- exhibition that I'm, I'm basing mine off of is a game called Stillness in the Air I Breathe. This one looks so fucking cool. Uh, it's by Kleinman World uh, from the US. Uh, the description reads, Breathe in, breathe out. Escape the overwhelming darkness within. Use your inner strength to make it out alive and stay vigilant, for you are not alone. And, uh... Chills. Yeah, spooky. So, uh, I'm... I'm kind of making more of an... I'd I'd say text-based adventure game. It's more... It's got very limited interactivity. It's more of a, uh... An interactive short story. Uh, with air quotes around interactive... So I'm I'm kind of borrowing inspiration from uh kind of like a Sam Barlow type thing. Okay. Uh for for all of you pretentious like auteur gamers out there. Um where where the basic idea is it's the 
the whole game is basically a collection of memories that you bounce between by clicking on related words. Um, Interesting. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, don't give it all away. I've, I have started it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still plenty of time. We've still got two whole weeks. Hell yeah, baby. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where this thing goes. It's, it's neat. And this is my first time, like, actually working with any kind of software at all for game design or game development, so. I'm very excited to see this happen. And if you are also excited and think you can also make a game in two weeks, uh, you should check out the uh, Game By Its Cover Jam. Uh, check out the Discord, check out the Itch.io page, just look up a Game By Its Cover Jam 2022. Uh, it's run by... A bunch of cool folks, and there's going to be a ton of cool games to look at. Um, go give her a look-see. That's right, what he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess we don't even need to spin the wheel if we know what we're doing next yeah, episode. Uh, next episode, we will be covering the totality. We've been, you know, whispering about it, hinting at it, uh, gossiping about it. But next week, we're going to fully immerse ourselves in the A Game By Its Cover Jam. And I think we should each bring... Uh, let's say three games uh, that we really like from the jam. All right. You know, and you know, if, if we find more or if we find some that we're like, oh, I, I have to talk about this, then, you know, we can we can do that. We'll, we'll play it by ear, see what we got. And that's what we're doing next week. No need to spin a wheel. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry, this one is a little late. Uh, life happens. Life finds a way. Life sure sure does find a way. Um. I want to thank Twinkle Park uh, for letting us use her music. Our theme is Busy Busy by Twinkle Park. Thank you, Twinkle Park. Um, be sure to give us a, a a like, a look, a listen, a share if you'd like, uh, a review if you'd uh, be so kind. Touch. A touch. I'd take a touch. Just one, though. Just, I don't want to be greedy. Just one little poke. Um... Is that, do we have any other business? It feels weird just like leaving it. The, like we didn't spin nothing, but it, I guess we're done. I guess we're fucking done. We spend emotionally. Yeah, you know, we, we, we spend laughs. a wheel emotionally. We had the laugh of our lives. Yeah. The laugh of our lives. The, the laugh of our times. Like Sam threw an hourglass. These are the boys of our nights. Fuck. That would have been a good angle to do the intro. God damn God. it, that would have been so good. We could have done a fuck. God damn it! We could have done a fucking we, Days of Our Lives intro? Guess we gotta start the whole thing over. Fuck! I'm Hunter J. Allen. And I'm Bobby McCarthy. And we've been Two, two Itchy, itchy boys. boys. Okay. Like games through an hourglass, these are the itch of our boys. Yeah, tag yourself. I'm the little green freak, the Pikachu of Star Wars. <laughs>